1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of Political Straight Talk. It was kind of thrown together. I'm your host, the political superman, coming to you live from what is going to appear to become East Tennessee's Corona Central. The time. 10.06 on the East Coast, 7.06 on the Left Coast. And normally I open with something silly about what is on my mind and everybody else's mind, but i not going to do that. Um, a lot of things today have been in the news and really ticked me off. And I have found that there's a lot of misinformation going around out there about the stimulus bill, about the stimulus bill on the House side, about the 500 um, I want to say million, but I think it's actually $500 billion. that's to be set aside to help businesses, the insurance, and all this stuff. So I want to take a few minutes and break that down. I also want to take a few minutes talk about some political ramifications and why this political shell game is a mistake. Also, you're going to find that everybody is currently muted. I will unmute you as the program uh, proceeds. Don't think that you're not a valuable asset, but there are some things I want to get out there. Uh, First off, so let's talk about the stimulus bill that was voted down in the Senate. There are a few sticking points that senators either are for and can't get in the bill or are against that is in the bill. The biggest one appears to be the $500 billion that is being set aside to help businesses. Now, do you know the Democrats tell it? It's these big, large corporations. And they're out there talking about stock buybacks and all of these things that is not good for the worker. Okay? So let me just put this out there. And, and there's a lot of people that have this misunderstanding. Number one, if you don't have a big corporation, lots of people will lose their jobs. Okay? That's as plain and simple as I can put it, okay? Southwest Airlines, which I'm, I'm going to uh, use as my example just because I tend to like Southwest Airlines. Uh, Southwest Airlines is what many would call a regional carrier and they are, but they are one of the larger, okay? And so I went and looked how many employees does Southwest Airlines have. Okay. Southwest Airlines employs sixty thousand people. Okay. As of right now, they employ sixty thousand people, and so sixty thousand individuals that are full-time, salaried, work. you know have benefits all not. Southwest Airlines is cutting their flight services by 50% and that's as of this week it is expected to be cut more because the flying has been in the toilet okay Southwest Airlines as of right now has not laid off any of their people okay some are being asked to furlough and take days off and use vacation time, do the things they need to do in order to keep everybody on. And so let me explain how this, part of this $500 billion is beneficial. What's going to happen is that all of your airlines, Southwest being one, is going to request a loan from the federal government. That loan is going to be used to bolster their operations, okay? How do we bolster their operations? It's going to give them operating capital so that they can, as their flights increase, they can keep their rates where they are. They can keep their employees on the payroll. They can pay the insurance coverages. They can pay these things that they're going to pay, Will some people lose their job at Southwest Airlines? Probably, okay? don't know how many, but I do know that some will. Part of that $500 billion is to allow for unemployment insurance. It's going to go into the unemployment insurance system that allows these guys to draw money okay, as they transition to other jobs. Now, why is that important? Yes, you can lay off people. Southwest, if they don't get an infusion of cash, will lay off people. That's people that will lose their insurance, they will lose their vision, their dental, most likely their pension. If they're laid off, they lose any money they put into their pension. Right? And so you have a snowball effect because then they can't pay their bills. They'll default, which causes other companies, and as you can see, the tentacles go out. Now, Amanda and I have had over the last couple of days discussions about this very thing. And Amanda believes that it is tantamount or, you know, based on what she's seen or heard or read, believes that it is a slush fund and needs oversight and shouldn't be used to enrich fat cats. I agree with that. Okay. Um, Two of the things that's in the bill is the stock buyback provision. Democrats are complaining the stock buyback provision is weak Um, Some companies are going to buy back their own stock, just the way it is. That's how you protect your company. Um, The stock is dirt cheap. Why wouldn't they buy it back? Now, should the money that's earmarked for workers go for that? Absolutely not. But the company should be allowed to buy their own stock back in order to bolster their business model. The less stock that's on the market in order to buy, the more the stock price can go up, and they can generate revenue generate operating capital, which allows them to pay back the federal government quicker. It also allows them to increase operations and hire back those furloughed workers or put the people that they're paying basically to sit there and do nothing back to work. And that's going to be across the board, especially in the hospitality industry. If, If anybody read the news today, you saw that Marriott Brands. Uh, will be laying off tens of thousands of workers because nobody's traveling. This $500 billion, they're going to get a cut of that pie. They're going to be able to bring those people back because they're going to have that operating capital to put those people to work, keep them afloat, keep them on the payroll uh, while this situation plays itself out. Okay, These corporations are made out a lot of times to be the bad guy. But if you think about it, uh, they employ lots of people. And we should cut corporations some breaks. They should not, and I agree with Amanda on this one, they shouldn't be paying their executives big bonuses. They shouldn't be using the money for you know, capital improvements and things like that. They need to use it to keep the employees in employed, keep their insurances being paid, keep keep those kind of things. So as of January 1st, or 2020, Marriott Brand, employs 176,000 people domestically, okay? it's 176,000 employees. There's their part of the pie. I do believe uh, one of the things that is being reported and is false is that there will be no oversight, okay? Just going to tell you, that ain't how it works. Every federal dollar is supposed to be accounted for, unless you're the Department of Defense, and then you can lose millions and billions of dollars, and nobody ever asks any questions. But it is important for people to remember that even these big companies, even though they have these assets and, and net worth and things like that, if they can't operate, if they don't have operating capital, and if you look at the stock market, You know, their shares, everybody's shares taking a hit. And so they don't have, you know, they don't have the operating capital that they've had. So it is important that these corporations be allowed some infusion of cash to operate. Now, Amanda is right when she says that it needs to be direct to the employees. But even with this infusion of cash, I can tell you that I don't think every employee is going to survive. I think with some of it, they'll be able to give severance packages that allows, you know, for these employees to move on their way. Is that? Everybody understand that? The way that the politics of this is played is that Democrats are going to play the parts that are going to benefit people that vote against them. They're going to downplay it and make it look as bad as possible. For their constituency, they're going to try to make it look as good as possible. Okay, And it's easy to blame the man, Okay, whether it be Bill Gates, whether it be anybody that's got money, and the big, bad corporation, and make them look bad, which is what Democrats are doing. Okay, And when we transition into what Nancy Pelosi's trying to do, this is a vote-getter for them. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to earn votes with this bill. With them going out there and Chuck Schumer saying what he said today uh, about corporations being bailed out. Listen, I'm going to tell you. The majority of jobs in this country are small business. Okay, Small businesses need the same kind of bailout. And they're going to get it. People aren't talking about this. I want everybody to understand this. The Small Business Administration, which handles small businesses, is getting a chunk of that $500 billion. And they're being told, no interest loans, relax the criteria, let's get and help these small businesses. Okay, I haven't seen all the rules on them yet, but I do know that the turnaround time that they're trying to do once this bill passes, the turnaround time is going to be three to five business days. Anybody's that's ever done, dealt with the Small Business Administration knows that that is like one third of the normal time. Does anybody have any questions specifically on the corporate bailout?
2: Might not, question. I just would like to make a statement in the defense of President Trump. He did say that he was not in favor of them being able to buy back stock and that he did not want that to happen. I don't know how they can prevent that, but um, I do agree with him. And, you know, most of us that have worked for the public or out in the public for a number of years know that you don't work for poor people. You work for someone who has money, and because um, that's who employs people.
0: Well, under the corporate, listen, the buyback of stock, you know, I'm, I've always been kind of torn with that one. The problem is, is that, well, the positive is if they can buy back their stock, it gives their company more value. More value creates more operating capital, creates the ability to pay back the money to the corporate, you know, to the government, and creates the ability for them to create jobs and grow their business. So, you know, I'm I'm torn with that one. So, now, um, yes. Small businesses do get treated different than corporations. Um, sometimes fairly, sometimes unfairly. Small businesses will be the ones hurt the most in this. However, I like what I've heard about the Small Business Administration and what Steve Mnuchin has really put in place to help them. Um, small businesses will get will be protected. They are going to protect small businesses. Yeah, 500 billion. The majority of that is earmarked another way. They've added another. I want to say two, two and a half, three trillion to help or three billion to help um, streamline at the Small Business Administration and their ability to give loans through the SBA and ability to give people the money they need to get back up and going is a lot more streamlined than say. This corporate bailout, if that's the word you want to use. So I think most small businesses are going to be fine. I really do. I think most of them are going to be fine. Um, it's just a matter of how is the how is the government going to handle this? I know they've waived, they're waiving uh, taxes. I know they're waiving, you know, they're waiving a lot of things. They're offering credits to small businesses. I work for a small business. They've been told there that they'll be given tax breaks for money they have to pay out uh, and don't receive work in return. Whether Mark likes that or not, I don't know, but it's the way it is. Sometimes you come out better that way. Sometimes you don't. In his case, I'm about willing to bet he's going to come out better because he paid a lot of taxes last year. Um, Go ahead.
3: I, don't, I I mean, I was mad at Pelosi during the fake impeachment. But I don't, I've never been so livid in my life as to her gonna over talk. him. We're, we're, huh? we're going we're gonna to get there. We're not there yet.
0: We're going to get there.
3: Well, there's something here that somebody just sent to me on Facebook, that Democrat Majority Whip Jim Claiborne, on the Chinese Flyers Bill, this is a tremendous opportunity to restructure things to fit our vision.
0: Okay. Is anybody surprised at that? But that's not what we're talking about. Well, I'm All right. Sorry. So, thank you. <clears throat> so, in this almost $2 trillion bill that is coming. Up for a vote. And and listen, anybody that doesn't think it's not going to pass, it is. It will pass. And the question is, what's going to have to be given to get that 60-vote mark? What's going to be done? There's going to be things in there that we're going to have to hold our nose for. But Chuck Schumer knows that anything, any crap that the House puts out is dead on arrival. It ain't going anywhere. And here's why. It's not going anywhere. So I looked at <laughs> I looked at what the House wants in this bill. Okay. And there were several things that jumped out at me as being totally irrelevant. Number one is the Obama phone program. Okay. Now it's known as uh, the actual name of the program is Safe Line or Safe Link. I think it's SafeLink. And basically, what that is is it allows people to get a cell phone. Used to get a home phone, you can get a home phone, cell phone um, for dirt cheap $10 a month if it's a home phone. I think it's free if it's a cell phone. they doesn't give you a free phone. And you get unlimited, I think it's unlimited talk and text and so much data per month. Okay, and you don't have to pay for these phones, these come from government block grants. And as they they want $1 billion more for that program. Now, if anybody lives in a Comcast area, you will know that Comcast, if you are low income, receive Social Security, uh, food stamps, free lunch, and you have your kid at your home that is that, or you receive Social Security others. You can get Internet for $10 a month. Okay. It's not the fastest of Internet speeds, and you don't have Unlimited, but you can get it. Okay. They want $1 billion more for this program when, in fact, and, and this is where I have a problem with this. Okay, Number one, companies are already offering this service as a tax write-off. So why do we need to give a billion dollars to a program that if we allowed the private industry to keep running it, okay, it's not going to cost us anything. It's giving some tax breaks to Comcast, Charter, whoever. Okay, Why does it need to be expanded? And as I was telling Amanda earlier, I was reading, they found 6,500 phones that were out there that were registered to dead people and they were paying for those dead people's
2: huh. phone. Okay. They,
0: they found almost 6,000 people that had more than one. Okay. But if you go through Comcast and you go through their system, you're not going to get more than one Internet service, because okay. their system is going to catch it. You go through SafeLink directly or through your local phone company, or a cell carrier for the SafeLink system, you're not going to get more than one phone because they're going to catch it. So I think we leave that one alone and let the private industry continue to handle that. There is no need based on this system, based on what's happening right now. I don't see a need for anybody to run out there and grab a SafeLink phone. Um, People that are going to have phones have already got phones. Is there anybody that disagrees with that? Nope. No. Anybody think that SafeLink ought to be? Because they want to, they want to add billions more people to the roles. They want to change. They want to change it up. And all this is doing is moving us towards a socialistic society, trying to get everybody dependent on the government for the services. The next thing that was in this bill that just blew my mind is that they want airlines to cut emissions by fifty percent. By 2050. What does that have to do with the coronavirus? Not a damn thing. Okay, for a stretch, you could stretch that maybe SafeLink has something to do with it. Okay? Thirdly, okay? It's just part of right the The third thing that they stuck in the bill that was the dumbest crap I've ever seen, is they want to... Oh, shoot. Hold on. Lost my train of thought here. Oh, yeah. They want the attorneys general and Trump to withdraw their opposition to the Affordable Care Act. They want... (laughs)
1: Yes.
3: She wants them to endorse it.
0: Well, it's not going to happen as it shouldn't. Okay. I've got I've got stuff written down here. Yeah. And it was it's not safe link, it's lifeline and so I, I apologize that I said that wrong. But one of the other things that they want and it just it just yeah. These people are stupid. Okay? They want, oh, yeah. They want all of the debts owed by the Postal Service wiped away. Now, the Postal Service is a private company. Okay? Most everybody thinks it's government. It is not. It is a private company.
2: It's a nonprofit, private company.
0: Incorrect. It is a for-profit private company. It's just never turned profit. And since email, it is not not profit. It is for profit. It is if you go to their website USPS.com, commercial entity, not government. Well, they owe. Uh, as a matter of fact, the reason they're trying to shove this in the bill is because on April the first, the U.S. Postal Service will owe 15 billion dollars to the federal government. Because the federal government, up until recently, covered uh, the employees were civil service employees. And so the government covers their pensions, and the Postal Service is supposed to pay for those pensions. They have not paid that payment, that balloon payment, since 2007.
2: (laughs) They know Trump's fixing to own them.
0: So they're trying to do the postal service. They want to require same day voter registration.
2: Yep. Okay. Now
0: they want to, and this one really extend visas.
1: Mm-hmm. Open board. or
0: illegals. And they want to, um, Fix it where colleges do not have to answer citizenship questions regarding their students. Oh, my God. So
2: let's put this in. How is the
3: bill going to pass? Let's put this
0: on political perspectives. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and save you some time. The House version of that bill is dead on arrival. That bill ain't going anywhere. It'll be the Senate bill. It will pass. It'll pass most likely on Wednesday. Everybody's going to get their checks. Everybody needs to chill out. Now, back to the political maneuvering of Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats get an F for their political maneuvering over the weekend. They're losing. So this bill that Nancy has put forward, which she knows is dead, is her way to try and make Republicans kill this safe link because she thinks there's millions of Americans out there that want those phones. Well, I got news for you. For those that want them, they've already got them. Okay? This isn't anything new. Okay? Second, yeah, what happens, and I've seen this myself, people get those phones, they give them to their kids, the kids use them until the time runs out, then they wait till the next month, and there we go again. Okay? Now, I, you know, if a service is there and, and whatever, if that's what you want to do, fine. But this, these things that are in this bill, the Obamacare or the Obama phone expansion, the same-day voter registration, the carbon emissions cut down, the uh, schools about the illegals, if you'll notice this is all a very progressive agenda this is the the Democrats way of trying to appease the left wing of the party and try to keep them in the fold and say hey we're still trying to do this okay in political terms they're not getting any points with moderates they're not getting any points with center-of-the-road people this bill is pulling to the left the bernie sanders people is who they're appealing to with this bill they know it's dead and pelosi knows it's dead and this is simply a oh hey i tried okay now here's why all of this is important okay just purely from politics everything that's happened the past three weeks I have heard probably a thousand times since three weeks ago, President Trump needs to be more presidential, needs to be more presidential, needs to be more presidential. Boom, boom, boom. Every day he's been doing a press conference. Every day he's got this group of people behind him, okay, smarter people than you or I up there working, okay? He's putting them up. They're answering questions. He's very calm. He's very cool-headed. He's not losing it. Okay? This is how we're dealing with the problems. Everybody can agree with that, right? Mm -hmm. He's being presidential. Andrew Cuomo, he's being presidential. Omar, presidential. Uh, Newsom, presidential. Most of the governors, presidential. So what happens? That takes away the argument that he's not very presidential. And they begin to lose that argument purely from a political perspective. From a political perspective, what has Trump not done since this started? Can anybody tell me what he has not done since this started?
2: Said anything about his campaign. Well, yeah. that's yeah. one. Yeah. But that's
0: that's not the important thing.
2: how hey, you rallies?
0: No, but that's coronavirus related. Amanda, what's the one thing he hasn't went and done? i
2: gonna say what rally. Does he,
0: what does he love to do, just like President Obama did? Golfing. Golf. me golf. He hasn't played golf during the height of the swine flu epidemic when people were dying, Obama was on the golf course. Now, I actually defended his actions then, and I still would today if that's what needed to be done, because the president's a president no matter where he is. However, Trump is is being advised properly, stay in the White House, stay close to the White House. When you give these briefings, Make sure that, you know, you've got a group of people behind you. Today, Bob Barr was up there. Now, I'm going to tell you, I have no idea what happened to that press conference today. I haven't seen it. Oh,
2: my gosh. Wonder, it was like a marathon. It was like a marathon press conference.
3: Oh, it was. It was uh, like an hour and an hour and a half. It was
2: almost was two hours.
0: I was wondering why the Attorney General <laughs> was at the press conference. But he the, says-
2: he spoke initially about price gouging and some stuff. I didn't hear everything, but uh, that's what he was talking about, that they had kind of put a group together, and they're looking in to make sure that there's not price gouging and any, you know, shady stuff going on.
3: You know, you say the president is the president no matter where he is. Why did it take Obama eight months to declare a national emergency during that time. Why did he leave the borders open? He he initiated no travel ban, and you want to defend him for
2: that, Barbara. That's been uh, his that's been his M O. Though to get everybody in here that he could. First no, of all, talking I'm, not defend-
0: Obama. I'm
2: talking about I'm, I'm Obama. I'm talking about Obama.
0: Okay, first of all, I'm not defending what he did or didn't do. I'm simply saying that even though he chose to go play around to golf, he's the president on the golf course, he's the president in the bedroom, he's the president at a restaurant, he's the president in the bunker, he's the president on Air Force One. It doesn't make a damn where are the guy's at. He's the president. Okay. Now granted Americans expect Americans expect mm-hmm. their president to be in the White House in times of crisis, I get it. And they're done that. Okay, but I'm simply saying, and I use it as an example, because this president has not done that. So whoever's advising him has said, look, you know, we need creds on looking presidential for the campaign. Well, he's got those creds now. Okay, the majority of Americans are getting their news from him. Okay, that is important because if people didn't take him seriously or people felt like he was full of shit he wouldn't be having success at these press conferences, okay? And from a political maneuver, even though this virus is going to cripple the economy temporarily, even though this virus is going to cause layoffs, cause unemployment to go up, the people believe that President Trump is doing what he can correctly to handle this. So from a political move, he's doing great. Now, why is that important? Because people vote with their wallets, okay? They play blame with their wallets, it's always been. If Trump is blamed for the coronavirus, blamed for the economy going where it is, he loses in a landslide, okay? But if people feel, as they do now, that, hey, he's doing what he can to help us out. He's doing what he can to make this right. He wasn't responsible for this him calling it the China virus is the smartest move he can make as president he mm-hmm. keep, keep calling it that because China's fault it's mm-hmm. their responsibility it's their it's their stupidity and their lies and their inability that has created this so he needs to continue to do that because that places blame where blame goes then even if we are in an economic turmoil come October November, the president's not going to be held accountable for that as a matter of fact people like his leadership and they're going to put him back mm-hmm. so let me use this to transition to Joe Biden Joe said over the weekend that he was going to do press conferences okay whenever the president did one he's going to do one
2: <laughs>
0: now I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say that I feel sorry for Joe Biden. That was so sad. I absolutely feel sorry for him. Okay. They need to take him off of the stage, period. They, during his press conference, which regurgitated a bunch of crap that was just a waste of everybody's time. Um, A teleprompter mistake happened. And that teleprompter mistake, he goes, let's go to the second one. Well, that told me everything I need to know as a political strategist about Joe Biden. Okay, mistake number one. Joe Biden doesn't know what he's saying until he says it okay big mistake second of all he should have had a copy of the speech in front of him in case right. the teleprompters go out because that happens and thirdly he should have been involved in writing it so he should have had a good idea of what was coming it was only a 15 minute speech okay um Amanda do you do you based on what you've seen of him do you believe he has dementia Yeah. Can you yeah. yeah, I heard you. Honey. Okay. I think that he has to be uh, I think that they they really need to do something. And if the Democratic Party has any hope whatsoever, he's not the nominee. Um Neither is well, that's Bernie. That's
2: exactly why they're. That's exactly why they're. If you watch, they deflect. They want this fight on this package because it deflects from him and keeps your well, eye off of him.
0: But if it if and and they are deflecting, but this package is a non-win for them. They cannot win this package because the number one thing I heard today, I saw on Facebook, I saw everywhere. Democrats killed the bill. Democrats killed the bill. Democrats stole my check.
2: Oh, and I, I agree with you, but it gets them another day closer to the election.
0: Okay.
2: So people aren't looking at Joe.
0: And Joe going out there, the best thing he could do is shut up during this mm-hmm. process because he doesn't have anything to offer, and he's not offering to work together with anybody. He's
3: yeah, I mean, everything.
0: All right. Well, got to uh-huh. mute it because it's, it's starting to get on my nerves. We'll bring you back in when uh, you have something to add. All right. So, the again, let's play politics here. The best thing the Democrats can do, give Trump everything he wants. No joke. Give him what he wants. And then if and when it blows up in his face, say, look, we gave it to him. But, no, they want to fight this. And... They know they're losing. They know they're gonna lose. So they want to. They want to push this as much as they can push it. And it's just not. It's not a successful strategy in my mind. Matter of fact, if I'm the Republican strategist sitting back here watching this, both on state races and federal races, I'm wringing my hands, thinking that I cannot wait to start running ads. So purely, purely from a political perspective, this, is, this whole coronavirus has been bad news for Democrats. And as long as Trump continues to do what he's doing, it's going to continue to be bad news for the Democrats. Worse news for the Democrats when they are fighting this bill, because most of America sees this as them stopping their pockets from getting a little extra cash in it. Yeah, $1,200 once or twice is not going to solve every problem. But that $1,200 once or twice will jumpstart the economy because everybody will go out and spend this. Listen to me. People will go out and spend this money as discretionary money. Okay? Just the way it is. And that's what the government wants. That's why they're giving it to you. They want you to go spend it. Jump starts the economy, stock market takes off, boom, boom, boom. It's a it's a win win. Democrats know it's a win win, which is why they're doing this. Which brings me to my next point. And this one is totally irrelevant to coronavirus, but I saw it and I just I have to mention it. Michael Bloomberg is about to be sued in a class action lawsuit by all of his former employees because evidently Mike Bloomberg told his employees when they signed on with him and signed a contract with him that no matter what happened in the campaign, that they would be paid through November 2020. Now, that's insurance and everything. Evidently, thousands of employees were let go right as this coronavirus stuff hit. So they lost all their insurance coverage. Now, if, in fact, Mike Bloomberg promised this, um, whoever was advising him was an idiot. Because generally the way political campaigns work is they pay you through the month after you lose or you withdraw. So if, for example, let's say that Joe Biden withdraws today. Well, all of Joe Biden's people would be paid through, by standard operating procedure, would be paid through April. And then after that, you're expected to find other you know, other officers. You'll be offered insurance, but you have to pay COBRA rates because you're no longer with the employer. The employer's not going to pay. That is. Um, I'm going to tell you, if, if he agreed to this and they've got it in writing, he's going to be paying that a lot of money. Um, however, how greedy are these people? Do you all see this as greed? On their farm, I can understand maybe arguing to keep on the rolls for, for, you know, another month or two. But, I mean, come on. And having been that I was a political operative for campaigns, that when the campaign's over, unless you go work for, you know, the victory, once they take office, you know, you're kind of done. You've got until most of the campaigns I've worked, it was the end of November, and then you're, you know, if they bring you on, they bring you on, and you take a different salary, you get different insurances, or you take your last paycheck in November and you go home. So what say you are? has anything to say?
1: Mark? I think it's stupid on uh, the Bloomberg's part if he had made that deal. It was the whole idea that he was going to be the savior. And if he actually put that in writing and made those people sign a contract to that, then he's liable. There's no doubt about it. And you can put greed aside. He is liable. Did he promise these people a position for the next seven months?
0: He's a buffoon if he did. Unless he truly believed that he thought he was going to (laughs) win.
1: Well, who says he's not at this point? I know he has, well, charisma of herpes, but he has the charisma of herpes, but who's, who doesn't say that he goes into the, the convention and the fact that Joe Biden probably won't know where he is at the convention. They say, uh, hey, hey, Mike, um, you got the money and you got the resources and you got the infrastructure. Who we'll put you on the top of the ticket? It's been done before, not in modern history, but it has been done before.
0: It is. Well, that would be that would be interesting. So let's let's take this a, let's take this a different way. Let's take this down the. Mike Bloomberg goes to the convention and somehow manages to create a Mike Bloomberg Andrew Cuomo ticket.
1: Nobody likes that ticket. So, uh, well, the question would be, why is the mayor at the top and the governor at the bottom of the same state?
0: Well, because if the, I would, mayor
1: want,
0: the mayor got
1: them on. Okay. We'll do that. Question would the, the question I would have is, why pick two people from the same state? I actually like the idea of putting... Stacey Abrams at the bottom of the ticket because yeah. that that introduces two factors that brings the black vote back and it brings some of the South back. Not you enough to win. win. Yeah, I am because That's it's not going to be That's
0: the worst shit I've ever heard. First <laughs> of all, Stacey Abrams wouldn't get the black vote. She'd get a few, but I'm going to tell you, I think that just just on what I've seen, and, and granted, I've not really delved into this. I probably should, just for the show to be interesting. But I think a lot of blacks are finally beginning to see that the Democratic Party is nothing more than holding them back. And I think they have seen that President Trump is, in the words of uh in the words of MC Hammer, too legit, too legit to quit. And I think I think whoever is on the Democratic ticket, there's not really a power ticket
1: that I see.
0: I don't see a I don't see a power ticket for November especially given the coronavirus and how nobody's really stepped up. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, democrat wise, the only two that have really stepped up and tried to you know work with the president has been Newsom and Cuomo, both of which come from democrat-laden states. So is there a no I just you know it's just coronavirus. Name me a Democrat other than those two that has risen up on the national stage. Make a difference. Yeah, that's pretty much what I thought.
1: Well, I did an right. interview with Pat Toomey, uh, was it Was it yesterday or today? Pat Toomey is a Democratic senator from um, Pennsylvania, I believe, right? And he was actually very, he was impressive. He didn't sound like he had uh, too much talking points in his back pocket. He actually sounded like he was caring about the workers and the people who are losing their jobs that need the funding that is this is going to provide for them but he's the exception is he's not the rule for for the democrat party at this point because as, as you've pointed out as we've all seen over the last few weeks it's become a petty game because the democrats are not in power even Nancy Pelosi does not have control of what's going on because if she did the president will be bowing to her whims, and not the other way around. Nancy knows that her her majority is hanging on by a thread, and she knows damn well if she doesn't start doing something soon, her chances of becoming of uh, retaining her speakership are slim and none. And any pain that she thinks she's going to inflict at this point is going to blow back on the Democrats so hard that we're going to have an historic election, not just a landslide.
0: Well, I'm I'm almost there with you on that one. It kind of depends how the next few weeks play out. And now, you know, President Bush, he used those stimulus checks very wisely, very politically wisely, too to you know help his party and I think Trump whereas Trump's not thinking of the politics of this and I think that's one of the things that that makes Trump great but is also a hindrance to him is that he doesn't look at himself through the political reason. Okay. If he if his advisors are doing it now I think his son, I think his son's on top of and I think his son looks at everything through the political prison. And I think that they know this is going to be at the right time to deliver this. And I think people are going to remember this. November. You know, President Trump hooked us up. Yeah, 1200 bucks that time, of money. we offer that. But it is. It is enough for people to go buy. As a matter of fact, one person told me that they want to go buy a new TV. Okay. Now, that tells me they're not a huge, dire financial street. They're going to buy one?
2: A TV? A TV? I thought I said I was going to go buy me a new gun. Okay, so, and
0: that, see, that's my whole point. You've got people worried about their jobs. Some people are worried about their jobs. But it is my belief that truly most people see this as, most people see this as, hey, I'm going to get money I wasn't on, that I can go and buy, you know, for that. No,
2: because we're going to have to pay it back through our income tax.
0: Well, I I think they're going to change that.
1: I think you're going to see one industry after this is a, come summertime, after uh, Memorial Day, that's going to benefit the most from these stimulus bills, and that's the, uh, the travel and entertainment industries. Once those, worst, once those curfews are lifted, I mean, not the curfews, but once the stay-at-home orders are lifted, the quarantine ends, and with the price of gas being as low as it's projected to be, you're going to have a lot of people with extra cash in their pocket that's going on vacation. That's going to be their way of, of getting rid of the the idea of quarantine, you're going to go on vacation, even if it's just to the Gulf Coast, so to the beaches, or what have you. And I think that's going to be a huge boost in, in both local and national economics.
0: I'm inclined to agree with you. <laughs> she
2: got Matter over fact, I think
0: I think the stock market is gonna come back much stronger than it was before this situation. And I think when it comes back, I think it's gonna come back it's gonna
1: gain by the thousands.
0: And not by well. the beginning.
1: At the beginning of April it's gonna start coming back. Because you you're gonna have the unsettled what's unsettling them right now is when's the stimulants coming. And if the if the stocks well if the brokers know when the stimulus is coming and when the when it's all downhill from this point, that's when the market is gonna start rising. I'm thinking April, the beginning of April into May. By May, it's going to gain about half of what it lost. And probably by the election, it's going to be right there where it needs to be. And whoever wants to take credit for this economy right now, it's Trump's economy. And if it wasn't Trump's economy, this would be a lot worse than it is now. This would be a major depression issue, not just a possible recession. Another thing, something that should have happened in 2009 because you had all of the – you had the Democrats that controlled Congress, and you had the presidency that was controlled by the Democrats as well, and they passed all these stimulus bills, trillions and trillions in stimulus, and where did it go? It went to their friends. It went to people like Solyndra. It went to people who shouldn't have been touching this crop. And yeah. what ended up happening is you had a lot of bankruptcies. You had a lot of people that lost their jobs. And when it came down to those shovel ready jobs, well, as a joke, uh, those shovel ready jobs weren't that shovel ready. <laughs> something, something that was said at that time. That,
2: sh-tack- I'm, I'm
1: sh-tack- not sure the, the, the we... economist said it, but someone said that what the government should have done then. Is give every American a Simmons, giving them some, kind, some money to go and spend to boost the economy. And that's what Trump is going to do. Now, it's going to be an argument of, oh, how much we're going to give, but that's what needs to be done. Even if you do pay it back. And honestly, the, the October surprise may be Trump saying, you know what, you don't have to pay this back. Because he could easily have – he could forgive that part of the debt if he wanted to, as the executive. You know, that's
0: how Reagan got his uh, his tax cut. Yes. He told people to write their checks for $300. Y'all
2: dollar. may have stumbled on something. <laughs> Well, we all we he, we don't need to be shut down for any longer than we absolutely positively have to. People need to go back to work, myself included. I'm tired of this, well, if my son is to say. I'm tired of this.
0: Your issue <laughs> is different than everybody else's.
2: No, I, I have a public job and a, and a private business job.
0: You mean you can't sell cologne at a safe distance?
2: Not when they don't want to pay me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing, gang, and we'll we'll
2: and quite frankly, that. that's one of the because because the because the economy was so well, I had hours, because typically I wouldn't have had hours. And that's why, you know, thank God, I'm, I'm in a pretty good position right now, provided things get started back up fairly soon.
0: Well, here's the, here's the rub of this, and, and this is what everybody needs to understand here. Okay? Yes. Does anybody know what President Trump likes to quote all the time, and and has made it a point to emulate to a degree. Now, pull out okay. Ronald Wilson Reagan.
2: Okay. Now,
0: why? If you look at a lot of the stuff he's done, he's done it in Reagan fashion. Matter of fact. I guarantee you
1: yeah.
0: if the if the uh, air traffic controller strike, which I heard today they might try, he would do just like Reagan and say, Get your ass back to work or you have no job.
2: I keep hearing truckers.
0: Um, I'm hearing truckers too. If the truckers strike, we got a problem.
2: Yeah, we in big trouble. Hey, let me ask this question. Why can't those that are under quarantine just put on Respirators, good God, if they could go to dealers with the respirator on to, to buy a, a Louis Vuitton bag, why can't they put on a respirator and go vote?
0: I don't know. I would figure one of our nurses would pop up.
2: I mean, we're preparing ways to to meet electronically. Why can't they? To
0: the Senate?
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know,
1: but well, uh,
0: Democrats don't want to do it.
1: The real rub is, Tammy, you're a dying breed. Your job is a dying breed. And probably within the next 20 years, there will not be any more department stores because they'll be on all online.
2: Oh, I, I, I'm not talking about that one. I was talking about my other one.
1: Okay, and, your other and one. your
0: boss,
2: are, let me tell you, I know right well, now. Well, that was
0: a dying, I, that was a dying breed too.
2: I have. Oh, so I don't care here. Um, Why
1: can't talk to a teleconference? We're it working
2: on site? that. We're working on that, and that was my question. Why can't the Senate do the same thing?
1: Because it's because it's written in law that you've got to be there present. You've got to be there at Capitol Hill.
2: Well, they could still be in the building, or somewhere in the building.
1: they have, no, they I mean, have
2: to be on the floor of
1: the Senate. That's, that's exactly in the Constitution. Right.
0: When they, they make roll calls, and they call roll for the votes, now most of the time they won't call roll. If it's a real contentious vote, like this, they'll roll call. They have to be on the floor. What'll happen most of the time is pages will run out and grab you. <laughs> will run out yeah. and grab you when your name's coming up. But, uh, but look, yeah, they have to be on the floor. I mean, there's, no, there's no way around. I
2: it. know. Right now, my I've got a friend that was has been in HR for years. Amazon just hired her because they're hiring thousands of people. Dollar General.
0: Dollar General wants to hire. Yeah,
2: Dollar General, Krogers.
0: Fifty thousand nationwide Krogers going after one hundred and fifteen thousand. I think they said. CVS. Hell with CVS. Anyway. All right. Anybody got any other topics to discuss?
1: I actually have one. This is from an okay. article that I read earlier from The Guardian out of uh, the U.K. There is a couple in, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the fish. Yeah. in Arizona. Now, I, I, I'm a firm believer in survival of the fittest, and this story very much illustrates that. This couple, I'm not – I haven't – I'm really not sure if the couple had the coronavirus or not, but Donald Trump and a host of other um, people who are in the know, doctors, have said that hydro, um, it would is a good way to fight the coronavirus. Hydrochloroquine <laughs> is based on an older medication that is to treat malaria. It suppresses the uh, the effects of coronavirus on the body. That, along with a CPAP, not, not a CPAP, a Z-Pak, has been successful in treating Corona cases. Well, this couple, who I'm guessing their collective IQ is somewhere under 100, went out to the um, the pet store. I'm not sure why they were there, but at the pet store there was an agent to clean the fish cage. They might have had a they might have had an aquarium, and that was part of the, uh, their clean regimen. Well, the name of the cleaner was Chloroquill. Just like the president has said, it would fight would would cure this the um the corona or the Wuhan fluon. Well the couple decided to ingest the Cora brand aquarium cleaner. I'm not sure how much to do but it was enough to kill his stupid ass and put her stupid ass in the, into the ICU. And of course, like everything that happens to the public, it was Trump's fault. So people are calling for Trump to be um, indicted on murder because he said that Coracwill or hydrochloroquil will help treat the um the virus. Gotcha. Also the guy hurt. who's on the show wait, go ahead? Go ahead. Also the um uh, the actor, uh, a black gentleman from England I believe. I don't remember his name. He does play on the show Luther, which is on the BBC network. He has been test- he tested positive for um, the uh, coronavirus, and while he is um, healing for the most part, he is blaming this whole situation on um, man's inhumanity to the planet. So the planet has decided to off the human race. And for people like that who believe that the human race is such an issue to this planet, I would suggest that he does, like he probably supports anyway, he should abort himself. And I should suggest that all leftists who feel this way should abort themselves. And the best place to do it is, from, is in the Grand Canyon. And I'll let you figure out the symbolism there. Also, um, Amy Klobuchar, who used to be running for good president, her husband has con- contracted the Wuhan flu. So we need to say a prayer for her that her husband gets better and finally leaves her crazy ass. Um, um, other than that, have a good night. On that note, you've got to stand for something new, fall for anything.
0: Freedom is free. Thank you, soldier, for without them. We wouldn't be able to do this.